jibber-jabber. Don't be babbling like a fool. Say what you got to say. That's all. Then shut your dang pie hole. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to the Prepared Mind channel. It's Monday plus mayhem with new improved mayhem. Good golly, what's going on, folks? Welcome back. We're going to have a great show. I'm going to do my 30-minute monologue, and then you, folks, you get to chime in. You can talk about a topic, a person, events that are happening in America, around the world. It doesn't matter if you're a centennial, a millennial, a Gen X, a Gen Z, or one of those dreaded boomers. <laughs> Folks, there's going to be a lot of surprises. And I think that for many people, that surprise is not going to be a good one when SHTF really slams home hard. And I think it's going to. I think it's not going to be a very pleasant feeling. But what can we do? You and I, right? You can share that internet address up there and say, hey, go to YouTube, watch these videos. Right, come over to the preparedmind.club or subscribe star and sign up. Right, learn what the hell's going on so you can be ready. Well, you're already here, so let's get into it. Whew. I'm gonna start right at the top. Big news, but not the inflation reduction bill. This is this is more big news, folks. <laughs> you know, they're gonna they're gonna raise taxes on who with these 87,000 IRS agents. They need 87,000 people to monitor all of the billionaires, all 600 of them. Well, don't worry, folks. It's rain and money on Ukraine. They're going to get $1 billion in armament, folks. More military weapons, another billion dollars. Okay, let's let's do this here. If, if a well-equipped... AR-15 or M-16 under government contract costs $1,000. We're going to send 1 million M-16s over there. I mean, just to give you an idea of the number, the sheer numbers of weapons. Well, in addition to that $1 billion, folks, we're going to send $4.5 billion for budget needs. What this sounds like to me as you're going to give $1 billion in, in rifles and grenades and mortars and some rockets and shit. And they're going to put four and a half times that $4.5 billion in Zelensky's bank account. Let's see, 10% goes to the big guy. 7.5% uh, goes to 90 proof Nancy. Uh, let's see, uh, 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 you know, 5% goes to Upchuck. 4% goes to uh, McConnell. Right, I'm sure that by time it's all done, there'll be like 15% uh, for Zelensky there. Oh yeah, and the Ukrainian people, they get jack shit. This is incredible, folks. We're at we're over at over seventy billion dollars. Well, if you don't like it, here's my idea. All you have to do is go vote this fall. That's right, in November, go vote, and that'll fix everything. Well, guess what, folks? More than 60%, 60% of voters are already saying 
They're very concerned about cheating in the coming election. 60% folks. And expect all sides to scream, cheaters, cheaters, cheaters. In fact, Democrats were screaming, cheaters, cheaters. Uh, Carrie Lake cheated. The, 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 the Carrie Lake vote counting machine, they did a ballot dump in the middle of the night. I'm thinking, what one, what does a Democrat care? Uh, two, she's just lying, right? She's making shit up about Carrie Lake. In fact, using the same argument and the same terminology, ballot dump. You bet. You bet. And so, uh, yeah, uh, I, I need everyone to call Washington, D.C. and say, where's my million dollars? I mean, if we're just going to be handing money out and there's no problem with that, why not let everybody? Everybody. Right. Now, over to Ukraine again. I'm going to spend a little more time, folks, because that is a site of mayhem. Oh, well, uh, also down in Cuba, they had a one of their fuel storage tanks explode and they're like, it looks like a war zone. And I'm like, wow, everything is a war zone. Everything is crazy. Wonder what caused an entire fuel tank to just explode. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Now, <clears throat> back to uh, back to Ukraine. They're now pushing the, the nuclear accident scare again, which I went over and I looked at the uh, nuclear uranium stocks and they were not impacted at all i think people are tired of being lied to and bullshitted about ukraine still uh they're they're worrying about another chernobyl style problem because fighting is raging at europe's biggest nuclear power plant i think we touched on that during the sunday night live at the zoo that yeah uh <clears throat> ukraine uh and more importantly Eastern Ukraine, <laughs> that side way over there by Russia. Eastern Ukraine is where the, the <clears throat> largest nuclear power plant in all of Europe is located. It's within territories that formerly belonged to Ukraine, but are now liberated by Russia, right? And, the, and Ukraine doesn't like that, folks. They don't. So they're there fighting, right? That's guns, bullets. Rockets, mortar shells. Well, I want everyone to relax. Understand that a nuclear facility is not like a, a shed that you know can be blown over. You you've got the reactor inside a containment dome, and then you've got a steam generator, and then you've got all sorts of other facilities. You know they tried scaring us with this once already, and we all know it was bullshit. Anyways, the containment dome over and around the nuclear reactors, the part that contains all the radioactive material, they're designed to contain an internal fire, a meltdown, and an explosion from the reactor itself, right? A shell or a mortar striking this super powerfully constructed dome, it wouldn't, it wouldn't reach the reactor itself. Odds are if something explosive hit one of those uh, domes, it would bounce off. I mean, they're designed to stop an explosion. Uh, and by the way, Chernobyl did not have a containment dome. Did not have a containment dome. Whoops. Uh, there are no other reactors on the entire planet like Chernobyl. So we're not going to have another Chernobyl-style accident, even though there's people worried about a Chernobyl-style accident. Now, to continue... 
damage to the dome could could force them to shut down the reactor right until it's repaired and or or determined to be safe now it's fascinating folks because russia controls this nuclear power plant and any damage there which is is being done not in ukraine but but coming from elsewhere any damage is the result of ukraine military firing rockets and missiles and bombs at them in other words zelensky and the united states nato and european union right their supporters there would be responsible for any damage and any potential risk folks it's understand we we all have to understand facts matter right scaring people doesn't work shouldn't work right but facts truly folks facts they do matter. All right. Now I want to remind you guys, get your questions into Jolene. Get them in the comments section. Uh, Jolene, uh, uh, Uman, let, let everyone know on the backside there in the comments section how the other ways you can get questions in, whether it's sending them in through the club, email, whatever. I'm sure there's more than just one way to do it. Um, <clears throat> it's important. Get your questions in because, look, you may think you have a question that we've covered. You may ask it in a way that provokes a different kind of thought, another kind of SHTF, prepper, patriot approach to thinking about things. And there's people out there right now who are just now waking up, right? They're just now prying their eyes open and they're seeing SHTF for the first time with clear eyes. And they're going to have the same questions you do. So get those questions in now. Back to more Russia, 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 except this isn't in Ukraine, folks. Surprise, surprise, surprise. <sighs> Russia has struck terrorist fighters in Syria. You bet, folks. This strike marks the second time that Russia has targeted terrorist fighters near Altamf. <laughs> Uh, back in June, Russia targeted Maghawir al thawra formerly known as the New Syrian Army. Uh, Russia notified the United States before launching the strikes on Maghawir al thawra I can't say these freaking names, which targeted buildings the group was using at Al-Tamf. Now, here's the deal, folks. These terrorists that are being hit now by terrorists... Uh, I'm saying they're they're not any national government. They're guerrilla fighters, terrorists, whatever you want to call them. And they're trying to overthrow. They're trying to split off Russia. I'm sorry, parts of Syria from Damascus. They want to overthrow Bashar al-Assad. So from Bashar al-Assad's perspective, they're terrorists. And since Russia supports Bashar al-Assad as president, these groups are terrorists, separatists, right? To the United States, though, they're allies. Whoops, a little bit of uh, sugar in that coffee, please. Russia strikes U.S.-backed fighters in Syria near an American base. That kind of complicates things, doesn't it, right? These terrorists or freedom fighters or anti-Bashar al-Assadites, <laughs> right? They're being supported, armed, trained by the U.S. 
Now, U.S. officials told CNN in June that they didn't believe Russia's reasoning for the initial, that first strike. They didn't believe him. And Moscow is instead trying to send a message that it can conduct such an operation without retaliation. Either way, folks, these Russian attacks, these incidents highlight the danger of having the U.S. military in Syria, where it maintains, folks, an occupational force of around 1,000 troops inside Syria. Now, this is interesting. I don't believe Bashar al-Assad invited the U.S. military into Syria. Have you been following this? This has been going on for years. They've been trying to overthrow Bashar al-Assad. And also, folks, one of the port cities in Syria is a Russian naval port. Russia has a keen interest in Bashar al-Assad maintaining control of that country, Syria. This is, by the way, folks, it's all about oil, energy, control, and keeping the other guys down. Now, now I want you to recall, folks, right? Well, Russia, how dare you bomb you know, terrorists? Recall that President Trump unleashed a massive airstrike and tomahawk strike in Syria when he was president. He killed a lot of bad guys and accidentally killed some Russian soldiers at an airbase. And Russia didn't throw a hissy fit that we're aware of. The U.S., NATO, European Union team will likely throw a hissy fit about what has happened in Syria today, though. Uh, though, at this point, I'm not aware of any U.S. military advisors or personnel uh, uh, having been injured or killed. Folks, time will tell if this entanglement with Russia in Syria and not Ukraine is going to escalate. <laughs> Whoa, that was a Cerveza sneeze if I ever heard one. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> let us move on. Are you prepared? Food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine. Are you prepared? Means of self-defense. Are you prepared with a plan? It's absolutely incredible, folks, where they've taken us, is it not? Well... Back when I said, that's it, it's hit the fan, Cerveza bug. Did you believe me? Back before that, right, when the overnight repo lending was out of control and the Federal Reserve was loaning billions of dollars every day to banks to pay their overnight loans, right? Did we see that this was coming? You know, back when President Trump won the election in November of 2016, did you ever suspect that we would be having these kind of conversations? You know, I guess we knew some of this stuff was possible, but it's absolutely incredible, folks, where we are today compared to where we were back at the beginning of 2020. Mm -hmm. Back before the election, before Cerveza bug, things just seemed to be puttering along. You know, things just seemed to be kind of crappy. And then Cerveza bug hit. And we've been paying a price ever since. Apparently, uh, according to Mike Adams, there is massive backlash that is building because parents are starting to learn the truth about Jim Jones juice. 
that it's that it's harming people, that it's injuring people, that it's killing people, that people are continuing to get sick and die, right? Months, and not just days or hours, but months later, people are dying. And they can't explain it. They won't explain it. They won't admit guilt. They won't admit anything, right? I mean, here's another one. 12-year-old girl suddenly dies. She was running, but in New Zealand, yeah, I guess things are different. No, 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 it's this way in every country, folks. But in this case, take a guess. What caused this? 12-year-old girl suddenly dies, collapses. She's dead. Right? Parents are learning what's going on. There was, uh, I believe, somewhere else down under, right? He found, this guy discovered that his family had been injected with Jim Jones juice. And he found the physician responsible for doing it and uh, stopped short of killing the man. How much longer, folks, until, well, people aren't going to stop short. They're going to go all the way because of their anger, their frustration over family members being given something that shouldn't be given over family members and children that are injured and killed. And, and folks, it's not just the kill, right? It's not just that. It's how many people are injured seriously. And by injury, you know, having neurological problems, having breathing problems, having heart problems, enlarged heart and other cardiovascular issues, heart attacks and other failures, right? And they even created an excuse sudden adult death syndrome sads to explain it and it's a mystery we don't know why and they they talk about everything that's a potential cause of everyone dying except the one thing that we all know is causing it that tells me folks they're more than willing to continue lying about us and yes just this weekend the biden administration said they're going to extend the cerveza bug emergency notice right they're going to extend that because it's not over yet not over yet oh by the way there was a huge job increase over the weekend you bet folks did you hear about this <laughs> democrats just created eighty-seven thousand more jobs that's right folks through the irs they're gonna hire eighty-seven thousand more people isn't that great well, let's look at back at the Obama IRS and who they targeted back in 2012. 2012, wasn't that an election year? Yeah, it was. Isn't 2022 an election year? Yes, it is. Folks, the IRS released a list in 2016 of the 426, 426 Tea Party and other conservative groups who were targeted during Obama's administration. This scandal, folks, and I think it should have been called criminal, it, it included pro-conservative groups, at least five pro-Israeli groups, constitutional groups, groups that criticized the Obama administration, two pro-life groups, uh, an 83-year-old Nazi concentration camp survivor, a 180-year-old Baptist paper, right, print, uh, newspaper, right, voting groups in Texas, 
a Hollywood conservative group. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that doesn't exist anymore. Woo! <clears throat> At least one conservative Hispanic group was targeted. And even after the scandal was exposed, the IRS continued to target and harass conservatives. Get this. All the people who donated money to the Tea Party, they weren't Tea Party members or workers. They just donated money. 10% of that group were audited by the IRS. And of the 501c4 groups audited by the IRS, 100% of them were conservative. If you believe for half a second that all these people being hired to go to work for the IRS are going to go after billionaires and then multimillionaires, you are sadly mistaken based on the IRS's track record of going after, targeting, harassing, and stealing money from conservative Americans. Remember, this happened back in 2012, all the way up till 2016. We've got two more years of Biden. Now, of course, the big hope is, folks, that we, right, the United States people, uh, can get a Republican Congress, both House and Senate, this fall, and pass legislation to remove those 87,000 IRS workers. But get this, unless they have a supermajority, it will not get anywhere because Biden is the president. As unloved as he is, he nor his uh, replacement, folks, his replacement, Kamala Camelto's Harris, would ever repeal and get rid of 87,000 IRS agents that are working to make his job easier and the Democrats stay in power. They're going to come after us. It is now time to fight, folks. It is now time to fight. <clears throat> and I'm not talking about being violent. I would never talk about uh, and encourage harmful, dangerous, illegal, unlawful behavior. Right? But it's time to politically get active and step up and stand up for yourselves. Okay. Man, there's so much to talk about. You've heard about... <laughs> you, you've heard about banana republics, right? Is this crazy and bananas or banana republic material? In Michigan, we've got Governor Vitmore, right? Gretchen Vitmore, Gretchen the Grinch, locking up everyone in that state. One of the most draconian, awful human beings in power. Right. Well, a lot of people know about uh, Dana Nessel, the attorney general for Michigan. And she's crooked as a dog's hind leg. But she's been over overshadowed, of course, by uh, the governor. Still, the Michigan attorney general, Dana Nessel, is weaponizing her position as a public employee. She has fabricated, she has concocted a lawsuit against her political opponent, Matt DiPerno. And he has a one-point advantage or more in the most recent poll because he's running for attorney general against Dana Nessel. Doesn't this sound just absolutely fabulous? 
only in a banana republic would someone in power use their position of power to attack an opponent, to sue them, to make them look bad, to smear them. Right? It's not just mudslinging, folks. Not just mudslinging. It's way beyond that. It's using the power of office to silence opposition. It's every bit as despicable and scumbaggish as using the IRS to harass people who disagree with you politically. If any of this had happened, folks, it would be an impeachable offense for President Trump. If any such action was taken, right, by Governor DeSantis or Governor Abbott in Texas, they would be, there'd be howls of fury. Where's the mainstream media, right? Where's big social media? Where's big tech? Where are the other politicians, right, condemning Dana Nestle's move? Where are all the Democrats saying, stop making us look bad, right? Well, they don't care. To them, it's all about power and only their power. Absolutely incredible. And this was a big, big deal, folks. This was a big deal. Beto O'Rourke. Beto O'Rourke, uh, born with a silver spoon in his ass, right? Thinks he's better than everyone. Lied up and down, up and down about going to take your guns, not, not going to take your guns, right? And he's an arrogant turd. He really is just a, a complete nutter. Here's, here's an example of Beto. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15, your AK-47. We're not going to allow it to be used against our fellow Americans anymore. Hell yes, hell yes, hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15. Hell yes, your AK-47. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15. Oh, hell no. Hell yes. <laughs> right. That guy, he was running for president in 2020, and he got his ass kicked. He is a worthless slug. He's trying to run uh, as governor of Texas. Well, he showed up at a venue, right? He showed up because he was going to hold another one of his miniature town hall meetings, right, where uh, an incredibly small number of people show up, kind of like Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden were able to get. These people really don't show up at their rallies. They don't support them. They don't really care. You know, it's incredible. But Beto showed up in Rockdale, Texas. And he was going to have an event at the K Theater in Rockdale, Saturday night. Well, there were a shit pile of anti-Beto Republicans across the street. And a far more of them than there were inside the theater. And they ended up, folks, chasing Beto out of the place, right? And to top it off, the supporters were rocking, right? with music, none other than Kid Rock, right? Letting Beto know, just get the hell out of here. That's how much of an embarrassment this guy is, folks. That's how little support he has. Now, Governor Abbott in Texas is a Republican. He's not a rhino per se, but there's people who have a lot of problems with Greg Abbott. Um <clears throat> But he, he is far better than Beto. 
and he's been pretty damn good for Texas. I wish he was another DeSantis, but he's not, sadly. But still, people are way more in favor of Abbott, supporting Abbott, and getting, you know, just putting down this Beto O'Rourke. The guy is uh, just an enormous dung heap. And yeah, he ran, 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 ran away. And uh, it's incredible, folks. It is absolutely incredible what is going to happen. Expect more. Literally, expect more, folks. More violence, uh, more yelling, more wailing, more gnashing of teeth by both sides. Expect the Democrats and Democrat supporters to become literally violent. I'm expecting that. All righty, where are we at? Whoa, we're getting close to the half hour mark. Be sure to get your questions, comments, answers, thoughts into Jolene because we're going to have the second half of this Monday plus mayhem on the Prepared Mind channel. So here we go, folks. We're going to flip over because we may as well get started. I know you guys have some great stuff to talk about. Are you ready? Alrighty then. Uh, unlike, unlike the United States and our trucker rally, and unlike the trucker rally in Canada that they got stopped, the farmers in the Netherlands are continuing and persisting, and it's getting worse and getting nastier. And remember that they said this, folks: we don't want war, but if we have to, we go civil war. Remember that that is still out there, still. And I want to thank everyone who signed up for, folks, I want to thank everyone who has signed up for Prepper Coach with John. It really is nice to have people signing up for that and wanting to talk about things that concern them. All righty, uh, uh, Jolene, I think we're ready to roll. We've got Mikey G. And he says, if a nuclear war begins, I hope everyone has their winter clothes squared away. Three to four years of straight winter and no growing season. <clears throat> well, if we were to have an all-out nuclear war, Mikey G, we're going to have a lot of problems, man. Uh, not only as you're describing the amount of dust, dirt, ash, and soot that will be thrown in the air, yeah, we would have three or four years of very uncomfortable weather. And additionally, um, people would be suffering from radiation poisoning and a lot of darn people, folks, I would be getting cancer. I don't really expect to have that. I really don't. Now, one of the things about growing, uh, and I want to thank Chris B. Bacon again for this, is um, the growing season is year-round if you do sprouts. Hopefully, Jolene can put these sprouts link up uh, after, after I get rambling on about some stuff. But yeah, sprouts. You can grow a salad in five days in a mayonnaise jar. You can grow salad in five days in a mayonnaise jar. If you have five mayonnaise jars, you've always got a new salad coming the next day. And it doesn't have to be outside and it doesn't have to be in the sunshine. It just needs to be a constant 70 to 75 degrees temperature. You can get the sprouts at the preparedmind.club and make sure you have a salad, whether or not we have nuclear war. 
but uh, you know, um, God save us from that happening. Well, right, uh, but yeah, cold. You know, even down here in the south, if we had something like that happen, yeah, I'm sure it would get very cold down here. Not what I want to deal with. Thank you very much for that uh, topic, though. It is a powerful topic. The concept or threat of nuclear war, right? All-out nuclear war, total, uh, totally unleashing all weapons would, would um, probably just kill everyone and everything. A limited exchange between Russia and the U.S. or Russia and Europe, right? That could cause uh, all of the fear that the powers that be need without causing all of the destruction that they don't want to live in. Folks, even if, right, they've got their bunkers and they can live underground for months and months, quite comfortably on their preps, even the super powerful, even the super rich would end up dying in a total nuclear war. I mean, the number I remember hearing as a kid, was there enough nuclear weapons between Russia and the United States back when they were the Soviet Union to incinerate everything on the planet like a thousand times over? Not real pretty. <laughs> Not pretty at all. Uh, so yeah, definitely. But it wouldn't surprise me if we have uh, some sort of limited nuclear exchange Kind of a, you did that, so tit for tat. And it certainly is a feasible possibility that a dirty nuke is unleashed. A dirty nuke can be unleashed, folks, as a false flag, as an act of terror. A rogue state attacking another. It would, it would be more, I think, believable. If a dirty nuke was lit off in a country like, uh, let's just say, the Czech Republic or Turkey or Libya, right? Some nation that's important that everyone knows, but also is inconsequential to the World Economic Forum and the powers that be because they need to set an example. They need to unleash fear. Mm-hmm. Unleashing fear, I think, is one of their major, major uh, goals, right? Oh, we're going to starve. You better eat crickets, right? Oh, we're going to die of disease. You better get your Jim Jones juice. Oh, my God, Russia's attacking the world. We better support more war, right? We're afraid of war, so let's encourage more war. That's kind of how these people operate. It just is the way it is. Okay, Jolene, let's... Let's see who's next. <laughs> and we've got Gary D. And he's got a question. If you've got a question, get your questions in. These are always fun, exciting. And I don't get to see them ahead of time. I've got to just wait till they come up and uh, improvise, adapt, and overcome and answer the questions. So Gary D. says, a longtime University of Oklahoma assistant coach was forced to resign because a player wasn't paying attention and he took his iPad and read what he put on it. The N-word was on it. He read it aloud and was forced to resign. When will this absurdity end? It's not going to end anytime soon. 
uh, yeah, if you if you have a speech or something written out, and someone were to do that, uh, I don't I don't understand why he he wasn't able to see that ahead of time. Like if for some reason that word showed up on my screen while I'm reading something, I think I would probably stop at mm, what is that doing there, right? And be that as it may, that word, the N-word, and many other derogatory and uh, uh, negative-sounding words for all people, folks, all peoples of all colors and all races, right? Pejorative terminology has just been around forever, and it's used every single day. Go down to the hood and listen to the music for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, half an hour, and just take a, take a notepad and put a check every time you hear the dreaded N-word, right? It's part of the music culture in the hood. Still, right? It, it's, it's a nasty word, and it, it's just, it's run its course, right? It's run its course. I have been called all kinds of words. <laughs> I've been called every dirty name in the book. Uh, sticks and stones will break my bones, but names will never hurt me. I remember saying that at least a hundred times as a kid, uh, when someone would call me names, whether racially motivated or, or what have you, doesn't matter, right? It's, it's who you are up here, who you are in your heart. That's what matters. But still, this is going to continue. This woke cancel culture is going to continue. Now, uh, John Gruden, right, head coach in the NFL, right, did really well with the Raiders, did well with the Bucks, became a commentator on TV, went back to coaching, right, and then, right, he was done. Oh, he's made racial comments, and he's racial this and that, and he's a racist. And it came out again the other day in the news that that was a hack job. Thank you, Jolene. Right, that was done intentionally that John Gruden was canceled because, well, someone didn't like him. So in this case that was brought up by Gary is the coach probably had someone who didn't like him, you know, thought it'd be cute to put it on there. And um, yeah, I think that there should be a blue ribbon panel appointed by the college to investigate this. They should, they should spend $10,000 on an attorney and a research firm. No, no, make it $25,000. And research and go into everybody who had any access and find out who did that. Find out who made that change. Forensically analyze, right? They can do all this powerful computer shit, right? <laughs> and that person should be forced to apologize to everybody that was offended by the coach's spoken words, and they should uh, be forced to apologize to the coach and the college and everyone else on the planet. The coach should get his job back. He should do sensitivity and speed reading training so he doesn't have that incident happen again. But it's rather, it's rather stupid, right? All parties involved, the college, the coach, the student slash um, uh, facility trainers, it's all just a bunch of crap. And all it's doing is continuing to push uh, racial division. Folks using uh, corrosive language, racial pejoratives, 
it just kind of shows where you're at in life, right? To say a word, eh, you know, it means something, but to say something to hurt someone else, right? That just shows what a, a petty, crappy person you are if you do that. So there it is, folks. We'll leave that one be. It's not going to end. And it's not just about race. It's about religion. It's about abortion. And you notice that the Democrats aren't using the A word, are they? Nope, the A word is becoming a word they can't touch. They can't say. I mean, the, the protesters on the street, yes, but the politicians, no. They, they're calling it, you know, uh, uh, reproductive rights. They don't want to use the A word because it conjures, it invokes a mental picture. Right? It, it causes people to think what is being done. Because ultimately, a baby is losing its life. If you talk about it as a, a, a woman's medical rights, it's different than aborting a baby. You know, And I understand, folks, people, they need to wake up. They need to be responsible for themselves and their actions. Right? They need to... They need to continue, right, to make good decisions and stop making bad ones. For example, if I, and, and look at me, folks, over the weekend, I had a great time with uh, uh, with friends and family, and I met a bunch of new people. It was it was fantastic, right? And uh, one of the people, another guest, uh, I was a guest and another guest, you know, he was a black guy, and we're having a good conversation, just bullshitting, right? We're, we're in this kitchen, and we're standing around an island, and we're drinking, and just shooting the shit. And he goes, man, and you over there, right? He's talking to me. Uh, he was like, you know, <laughs> you're that, that you're the blondest guy ever. He made some comment about me, you know, the, how white I was in my hair. And I was just laughing. We're having a good old conversation, but other people, they started laughing. They're like, holy shit. Yeah. You can point out differences in who you are as people who gives a shit, right? We're having a good time, just a good time. And, uh, and, and, you know, race came up, but we're just like, you know, that just doesn't matter anymore. Why should it? And by the way, we're having some thunderstorms. So if I disappear, folks, it's not because the show was canceled. It is because the power was canceled. I'm up here in Studio B and uh, sometimes the power gets a little shady in the afternoons. Anyways, uh, this race crap, it just needs to end. But remember, folks. The Democrats don't want it to end. It's a tool that they can use to divide. Rather than letting us sit down and talk and use real language. And, and just talk about life, man. If you got straight hair, you got curly hair. You got, you got a tan, you don't got a tan. right? You're old, you're young, you should be able to talk. And, I, and it was funny, at the end of uh, Sunday Night Live last night, Uman were talking, right? he's got a theory about Trump and I got a theory about Trump and and we all got theories, but that just because we don't agree 100% doesn't mean you can't talk. And just because we're different doesn't mean you can't talk. Well, except to the Democrats. If you say something they don't like, they're offended, right? And that's what they call a microaggression. It's a very small, violent act that they believe they can act violently out against. That's the kind of world we live in, folks. It truly is. All right, let's move on. I know I'm going to get a little long-winded sometime. Oh, and it is the Charlinator. Uh, and uh, writes, I have a hard time believing that they will be able to hire 80,000 people to be agents for the IRS. 
Lots of businesses are having a hard time hiring people and keeping them. Now, that is a great point. Why is it that people do not want to go back to work? Now, just last week, we were told job reports, huge amounts of hiring, low unemployment. And the claim was, well, those jobs have disappeared. Well, they did some other back behind the scenes adjustments to make them look good. But in order to pay bills with Biden's inflation, people are starting to get two jobs, second jobs. But I can tell you right now, I, I know business. I walk around and look at businesses and they're having a hard time hiring people and keeping them. Right. They are. So how does the government do it? How do they manage to keep everyone employed? Well, see, government used to hire people as public servants and civil servants was another name they were given. And civil servants didn't get paid very well. Right. It was a job. It wasn't shameful, but it was just a government job. Now, folks, over the last 30, 40, 50 years, they've turned government employment into premium employment. Not only do you get the job, but it's a good paying job. Not only do you get the job, but odds are if it's a government job, you're part of the union, the government's union, meaning your job is protected. It's going to be harder to fire you than any other job. On top of that, you get great pay now. It's no longer shit pay. It's no longer minimum wage pay. You get paid really well. And you get benefits. You get medical, dental, vision. Right? You get all kinds of benefits, plus vacation pay, plus a very handsome retirement program. That is how, if they're going to do it, if they can pull it off, the IRS will hire 87,000 people. Now, I, I, I'm going to say, what kind of person goes to work for the Internal Revenue Service? Well, the type of person that goes to work for the Internal Revenue Service is the person who wants all of those things I just named. They want all that money. They want security. They want money. They want benefits. They want vacation. They want all that. But the IRS, man, that's, that's like a den of snakes, right? They're a bunch of poisonous vipers, and all they do is take money from people. Well, it's the Karens of the world, folks, that would just love to get one of those jobs. And they'll believe in their head that when they go after somebody, that person that they're going after cheated on their taxes. They're trying to cheat the government and cheat all the other taxpayers who paid their money. So it makes it justifiable. It is very much a socialist, communist, pro-government mentality that says IRS, that's a good thing, right? And to work for state tax collection agencies, right? California, they had the Franchise Tax Board. That makes them sound really cool, right? Well, there's still a bunch of freaking vampires, parasites, and slugs in my book. And I'm sorry if you got to work for the for a tax collector, but it is one of the most uh, despicable jobs. Going to other people and saying, give me your money or I'm going to put you in jail or I'm going to take your bank account or I'm going to take your house. How do you sleep with yourself? How do you look yourself in the mirror? 
you've got to have a certain type of mentality to want to do that as a job. Let's move on if we shall. Hey, it's Cottage Farm. Thank you again for all the things you do and making me laugh. And You're awesome. She says, where's the beef? What is cockroach milk? Get this. <clears throat> I'm going to puke. One second. Let me wash that back down. Cottage Farm says cockroach milk is a protein-rich, crystallized substance produced by a specific type of cockroach called Diplo, Diploptera. Oh, the future of food is going to be questionable. Uh, the future of food. I like how you, you state that. You know, they made a discovery the other day, Cottage Farm. And since I know you probably have a cottage farm, uh, you'll be interested to know that they discovered how to turn vegetable matter into milk with no cockroach involved at all. In fact, you can turn vegetable matter like, you know, hay, grass. Um, um, let's see, when you grow corn, after you take the corn stalk, the corn cob off the stalk, you can feed the stalks to, to livestock. Well, you can also feed uh, these grass and other products to cows. And they turn uh, these grass products, a lot of this is waste product. They turn this waste product into milk. No need for cockroaches. No need for, I mean, good golly, protein-rich crystallized substance. Folks, plants have protein. Believe it or not, yes, rice has protein. Potatoes have protein. Uh, uh, squash and zucchinis, protein. They have protein. Um, but it's not the same as animal protein. Cockroaches are not even animals. They're bugs. It's disgusting. But this is where they're pushing it, folks. They truly are pushing to give us bug protein for food and cockroach milk. The future of food is going to cause a war, in my opinion, an absolute war. All right. Thank you, Cottage Farm, for turning my stomach. And, and we got another Cottage Farm question. I wonder if the 87,000 new IRS agents will be targeting the barter people. Well, because this just passed, uh, well, we don't know. So yeah, I wonder as well. There's only, uh, I think, 640, approximately 640 billionaires in the country. These billionaires can afford the best tax advisors, the best tax attorneys, and the best tax accountants. Now, they didn't get to be billionaires by being idiots. Right? They didn't. So they're going to save all the money they can. They won't get involved, folks, in dangerous and stupid tax schemes to try and avoid paying some taxes. What about millionaires? Multimillionaires. Will they do stupid shit? Well, some of them may. Some of them may be a little aggressive, right? But they're also going to have great tax attorneys, right? great tax planners, and great tax accountants. Where we get into trouble is when you get down to little people, 
the little people, they make $100,000, $200,000 a year, and they're scrambling and busting their ass, right? And they tell their tax uh, accountant, more of the common garden variety, uh, get creative, right? Save me all the money I can. Well, that's who they're going to go after, folks, the middle class. In addition to that, uh, IRS agents are probably like other government employees, and they have no problem lying. I bet they have no problem lying. And so they can just make shit up. You know, just like the Democrats. Just like the FBI. Just like, well, the rest of the IRS. And they can claim, you owe $5,000 more dollars. And you're like, look, look, can we come to a reasonable deal? Okay, you only owe us 2000 and we'll let you make two payments over the next six months, right? Well, the IRS just got another $2,000 where none was probably needed, but they'll make claims. And if you want to fight it, you can go to tax court. How much do you think that's going to cost you to send either a, a, a qualified accountant to represent you or an attorney? Good golly, right? We're going to get screwed big time over this. Big time. All right. <clears throat> Let us continue, if we shall, as the thunder continues. We've got the East Texas country boy, and he says, make no mistake, Abbott's not a stand-up guy, pun intended. The only reason he's doing what he's doing is to be re-elected, because he almost got run out of Texas for his mask mandate and interstate checkpoints. Yeah, folks, I was shocked when I heard that about Texas. I was more shocked when I heard about all the lockdown horseshit and additional crap in Montana. Right? They didn't do any of that shit in, what was it, South Dakota? Eight states total never locked down their people, and they were as well off or better than other states. Um, the world was hoodwinked, folks. All of us, politicians, everybody. I mean, you may have known this is bullshit, right? You may have known that. Well, if you want to get on a plane, you'll put on a mask, right? If you want to go in the store, you're going to put on a mask, and they'll run you out with a bunch of Karens. I'm sure a lot of people got run out of stores. Right? Interstate checkpoints. That's some awful shit. What the hell is that all about? Yeah, Governor Abbott has made a lot of mistakes. Well, hell, even Governor DeSantis over in Florida, he, uh, you know, they did shutdowns and only essential people come out. They did it for a little bit, probably the shortest bit. Thank you, Jolene. But folks, they, they did all they could to make Cerveza Bug sound like the end of the world. The only thing worse than that could have been, it really is chemical warfare and these are weaponized diseases and they're being unleashed on us. Everyone hide. <clears throat> well, you know, it wasn't quite that bad, their propaganda, but hell, it was pretty bad, wasn't it? Now, in my opinion, folks, they're going to continue to do shit like this. If you really want to be careful, really want to be concerned, then you need to get a nuclear biological chemical, NBC, gas mask that says it'll stop biological agents, right? There you have it, right? If you're serious about this, so why isn't the government serious about it? 
Well, because they're not really serious about the disease, they're serious about the control. And that was one of the things that really upset me about not only California, where I was living at at the time when Cerveza Bug started, but other states, was the amount of control that the government assumed because there was an emergency. All of a sudden, your rights don't matter because they said so. Nowhere in any state constitution or the federal constitution does it say that in an emergency, the government has special rights and that the constitution itself no longer applies, that the constitution is suspended, that your rights are abridged. Nowhere does it say that that's okay to do, even in an emergency. It's just power that's assumed. And it really is disgusting and upsetting that governors in great states like Texas, right, turned that power and authority loose on the people. Once again, everyone was caught off guard. Once again, nobody really knew, right? We expected that we would have honesty and integrity out of government institutions that were supposed to be watching over and protecting us. Instead, we got lied to and tricked. And governors, yep, Governor Abbott, you fucked around and guess what? You know, you do that and you're going to find out. People remember, never forget this, folks. Yeah, Governor Abbott wants to be reelected, right? I believe, is it Ken Paxton, the attorney general for the state of Texas, right? He's been doing some good work. There's a lot of good stuff being done, right? We need elections fixed. We need criminals locked up. We need our borders secured. Right? We need bad politicians arrested. We got a lot of work in front of us, folks, to restore America. Right? But what we're up against is propaganda and lies and the assumed authority of big, big government. Right, Folks, here in the United States and over in Europe, of course, as well, the propaganda continues Right, out of the governments, that's right, folks, the British government, the European Union government, the United States government, the propaganda continues through the media telling us that Russia, right, is going to lose. Russia is going to get their ass kicked. Russia's toast, right? Even though Zelensky the other day said they're not going to do it, they're not going to make it. It is unbelievable, folks. But believe it, they're going to use propaganda and they'll continue to lie about Ukraine because, well, we just learned that in total, $5.3 billion is being sent in addition to the other $65 billion. Well, they're not doing it, right, for nothing. So it must be a war and it must look like we're going to win. So we have to support at all costs as long as it takes. Well, didn't we say that about Afghanistan? We're going to be there as long as it takes to keep that country free and straightened up and keep the terrorist bad guys out. Well, in a matter of days, in a matter of days, folks, they abandon Afghanistan. Not just the Afghan people, but the United States military left. They left their allies. They left American citizens there working, ditched them without notice. That is how disgusting the uh, O'Biden administration is. And they could abandon Ukraine just as quickly, folks, except they're making money on it. And it's politically expedient and they need to continue to keep fear right in everyone's hearts. Don't be fearful, folks. Be prepared because chance favors the prepared mind. 
Godspeed. Semper Fi. And I'll be back tomorrow with more. I'll see you then.